Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree to Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods, get syndicated. Carta de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite on Fishing, where your next catch is only a castaway. Good morning, Southern California, and welcome to this week's episode of Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM 830-K-L-A-A. My name is Sergio, I'll be your host. So let me introduce my co-hosts. I've got none other than the man himself who's been away for a little bit. He's been uh, fishing and fishing hard, and that would be Mr. Steve Carson, the director of the Penn Fishing University. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Sergio. I was afraid when you were gonna say that I had been away for a while that uh, you know, I had been uh, doing hard time somewhere. Well, it wouldn't be different than the other time you did hard time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, anyway, good morning. Welcome back. And I can't wait to hear uh, everything about your trip. And then in studio, okay, peeking up. And I thought I was going to elevate you. I mean, I really was going to elevate you. Okay. And we'll, we'll have a conversation about that. But without further ado, my dear friend and... I guess you be, you're, you're the rookie, I guess, uh-huh. to the Angry Chronicles crew. Mr. Andrew Mack, and he runs Mack's Fish Reports. He's on the, um, He writes for Western Outdoor News and is an official member of the IGFA. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, everybody. And that uh, you, You're like the resident earthworm. We, we, we've <laughs> gone through that, you know, but I was... Um, as you can see, we got a skinny, skinny group today. Okay, mm-hmm. so what's going on is this: we got Tony. Where's Tony? He's got the kids' event. Where's he at? Yeah, Tony is. Uh, he is probably cutting bait right now at uh, the Supervisor Chafee's Fourth District Kids Fishing Derby. Uh, that take place. It takes place today mm-hmm. at Tri City Park. Uh, the address there is two three zero one North Kramer Boulevard in Placentia. Mm-hmm. Uh, registration opens at 7 a.m. The fishing derby starts from 8 a.m. to 11. And I believe they're putting in catfish. Typically for these derbies, they like the stock catfish um, because all the kids catch them. Right. So Angler Chronicles, per se, is always involved in the Mile Square Park. Same mm-hmm. scenario. Okay. But uh, you can't be everywhere. So Tony <laughs> and the Bite On crew is over there taking care of that. And we wish them the absolute best. So that's where Tony is. Mm-hmm. And then Ben, ben Seacrest. Okay, guess where he is? Somewhere part of the world. Nova Scotia. <laughs> okay, so he's out and about. I guess they're visiting dealers, and while they're there, doing some fishing as well with one of the twins. So that's for that. And then Ron. Okay, Ron is still recuperating, mm-hmm. just so that everybody knows he's doing just fine, and uh, he's going through all the motions, the physical therapy. He wants to come back, but I told him, no, you're done until the end of the year. Okay. <laughs> well, we want him to recoup and recoup right. He wants to get on a boat ASAP. I said, nope, not yet. So um, as soon as he's ready to come back, we'll let him come back. But he's doing fine, and he's on his way to recovery. Okay? Awesome. Am I missing anybody? No. No. I'm missing no one. Okay? So I like that, you see. Mm -hmm. And in the meantime, 
I'm carrying the full load, and I like it. I like it. I just got back from a great trip, two and a half day. I'm leaving on a day and a half Sunday night, and then I come back Tuesday morning and Wednesday night. I'll be joined by none other than Mr. Steve Carson on the Ocean Odyssey. I'm going to make that statement. I can't wait for Rick to call in and wait until he hears that you're going, Steve. He's going to love it. And, um, and we'll do a back-to-back day and a half, okay? I am Iron Man. <laughs> but anyway, what's that, Steve? I, I just, uh, it was just a, uh, an expression. Like, oh man. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. You know what? I, I I like it. I like it. I um, the busier I am, um, the, the better I, I get. I guess I, just, mm-hmm. I, I keep going. So, but anyway, um, let's go ahead and uh, start it off. Um, Andrew, we normally get you to start off on the freshwater report. And yesterday, I think you should start with what we posted yesterday. You know, Steve, I, I opened my, my Facebook in the morning, social media, and there's the mug of our local earthworm. Oh, I was going <laughs> to elevate you to Caterpillar for coming <laughs> oh, what in. What an upgrade. <laughs> but, but, but. I saw you come parking this morning. It was early. And he said, I'm going to take a shortcut. And he got went straight to a dead end. And I, I'm watching him. I go, what are you doing? So you're back to earthworm, <laughs> maybe a mealworm. But anyway. Um, hey, it's above ground. Is he? Yeah, the mealworms are. Oh, then you're earthworm. Back down. <laughs> okay. So anyway, uh, do your, um, anyway, it was a great photo mm-hmm. of a nice trout. So it, it, trout season is on. So why don't you start up? Yeah, trout season is here. Uh, Mountain lakes, uh, we'll start there since I was there yesterday. Uh, They're usually one of the first lakes to stock um, down this way on Southern California. And that's what they did. On Thursday, they had a stocking of 1,000 pounds of rainbow trout from Jess Ranch. Now, if you remember, Jess Ranch was one of the hatcheries that's been closed for two years uh, because they had that big fish kill off. Uh, they had the um, the some sort of the the fish uh, um, disease, I guess it was. So they had to drain all the lakes, kill all the fish, basically rebuild from square one. Last year they were uh, wholesaling from Mount Lassen, uh, which they were building their clientele and all this stuff. Now this year uh, they are using their own fish, so it's kind of cool to see the hatchery bounce back. They're still not open to the public yet. Um, I've tried to reach out to see when Jess Ranch will open back up. Uh, no luck on that, so I'm going to keep calling. Uh, eventually, somebody will answer there. But the fish came in. I mean, it was interesting because when they when they stocked fish uh, on Thursday, you know, there's a lot of guys showing up Friday. And I think the water is just at that maximum temperature where they're throwing it in. The fish aren't in shock, but it takes them a little bit longer to get acclimated because pretty much yesterday, the first half of the day, I saw seven trout caught. Now, from there... Um, the trick is keep throwing, keep throwing, keep throwing, keep throwing. I was watching guys give up within the first half hour. They're walking back to their trailers. You know, oh, there's no fish biting. And all I did is I sat in one spot with my yellow-white hookup bait, and every tenth cast or so, I would dip it in the bite on. Uh, the red crimson keep casting and casting and casting and casting for about an hour and about hour and 20 minutes or so. No bites, no nothing. Nobody's catching nothing next to me. And sure enough, that one cast, I watched it hit the water, and then twitch, 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 boom. Rod loads up. I'm on the fish, and it's a better fish. Getting it close in. My buddy Doug is right next to me, grabs a little, I had a little net that day. It scoops it up, and it was a four-pounder. So that was uh, that was one of the biggest ones caught that day, uh, give or take. I would say most of them were about 10 to 12 inches. 
um, that were caught. But yeah, it was really awesome to get that one bite. You know, I only had about an hour and a half to go, then I had to go to work. Uh, but it was good stuff. Good stuff. Definitely a great way to start uh, the the trout opener there. Now from there, uh, we're going to go to Santa Ana River Lakes. Uh, Santa Ana River Lakes is still stocking catfish. They're going to stock it every Thursday until that water gets to the right temperature, and then they're going to bring in trout from Mount Lassen. This year I've heard that Mount Lassen has the bigger fish available again, meaning that there's going to be fish in that 15 to 20-pound range that are going to be stocked. I can't say it's going to be a lot, but they're going to have a couple at least for their special events. <clears throat> Uh, from there, uh, Orange County, uh, Carbon Canyon, Laguna Niguel, Irvine Lake, they have a, uh, they announced their trout opener. Um, some of the lakes are going to start uh, the first week of November 28th. Uh, they're getting their trout from, uh, I forget the exact name of the hatchery, but it's from Idaho. And then, uh, um, I mean, uh, so you got Laguna Niguel, Irvine Lake, Clark, Tri-City, Miles Square, Yorba Linda, Irvine Regional Park, and Clark Regional Park. So they announced their trout schedule. Um, again, they're going to start the last week in November, and then through December, January, February, um, to finish their trout season. Now from there, we have the San Bernardino County Lakes, you, uh, which are made up of Cucamagaguasti, Glen Helen, Yucaipa, Mojave Narrows, Parado. These lakes, uh, they announced they're going to start stocking uh, November 23rd, which is the Wednesday right before uh, Thanksgiving. And uh, they said, when I talked to the lady there at the office, um, I guess they're going to go around maybe about five to 600 pounds a week. Um, but they're going to be better fish. They're going to come in hungry. So I know a lot of guys are waiting for the trout season to be well, full well, effect. Let me interrupt you right there, okay? Mm -hmm. Because you say, uh, you know, 500, 600 pounds, and people go, oh, that's just like, that's not a lot. Given what we used to know, of, like, for example, Irvine Lake, they used to put 10,000 pounds mm -hmm. a week. Same thing with uh, Sorrel. Santa Ana River Lakes, they put in thousands upon thousands a week. Mm -hmm. But keep in mind, the body of water at these at these parks is, is small. Yeah. Okay, so there's not that much volume. Yep. So when you, you think about it, I, I would be more interested to know uh, how many fish per square foot, you know, or by square yard. Mm -hmm. Okay, how many fish. So, and another uh, another thing that's changed. Hold on a sec. What did you say, Steve? Fish per gallon. Or fish per gallon. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah, that and that's funny because I used to have an aquarium, and that's exactly how you measure it. You take the length of your fish, okay, because as they get bit, bigger, they occupy more oxygen, they occupy more water. And in an aquarium where you have a closed environment like that, too many fish is bad. Mm -hmm. Okay. You 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 uh, raise all the pH levels, that everything goes wacky. So you got to at some point either get rid of fish, or eat them. Well, it's kind of hard to eat a lionfish, although I heard it is done. Okay, yep. I used to have huge lionfish. That was, that was my my favorite fish in the world, and they're very very violent, very mm -hmm. very poisonous. And um, I had some big ones. I would actually feed them. Oh gosh, Peter's gonna you know, go crazy here. But I used to feed them goldfish. That's okay, awesome. Okay, it's a saltwater tank, and not goldfish. They're called feeders. They're gold, and the reason they make this particular breed of fish for feeders, uh, they don't have scales. Because mm -hmm. scales will, can have ick, introduce ick, and uh, the whole. It's a, it's a great environment. But I had these two very very large. Um, fish. I remember one day I went and bought a tang, a blue tang, because they're real pretty, and it lasted about oh, 30 seconds. Okay. 
they came in and just swallowed them whole. <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, yes. Yeah, so um, my, my point is, like Steve says, how many fish per gallon? Mm -hmm. These places are smaller. That means your chances of catching them are much bigger. Mm -hmm. Right? Yep. So, okay. So hold that thought. Where would you end up? Uh, San Bernardino County. San Bernardino County. Okay, folks. When we come back, we'll go back to San Bernardino County. Sounds with good. The, with the caterpillar. I think I'll eat a caterpillar. <laughs> All right, folks, this is uh, Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM 830 KLAA, and we'll be right back. Took my first breath where the muddy grasses spills into the Gulf of Mexico, where the skyline's colored by chemical plants that put bread on the table of the working man. Where the working man does his best to provide safe Angels Radio. AMA 30. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free every Sunday. Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew. Everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale-watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily adventures, lifelong memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Lake Elsinore is the action sports capital of the world. Stocked regularly with bass, catfish, crappie, and more. Lake Elsinore is the largest natural freshwater lake in Southern California and the destination for fishing. Whether you're looking for an extreme outdoor experience or a relaxing morning sunrise, start your next adventure in Lake Elsinore and stay at the new fully renovated campground, Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Find us online to follow all the action. The perfect day is my family and I on the boat, out on the waterway. I love it. Nothing but sun, snacks, fishing, and of course, life jackets for everyone. Save the ones you love. Life jackets save lives. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM 830. Good morning. Everybody on Angels Radio, AMA 30K LA, and this is Angel Chronicles, and I'm here with, in studio with the Caterpillar himself. Okay, yeah, I see you haven't shaved, so that's why you're the Caterpillar. Okay, Mr. Andrew Mack, and I've got Mr. Steve Carson on the line. Okay, so let us go back. We were in San Bernardino. Okay, yep. let's go ahead and round it on up. Yeah, so, so I mean, I know you call me a Caterpillar. Does that mean I get to turn into a beautiful butterfly? Uh, before you get that, I'll put you on a hook and feed you to one of the brown trouts. All right, so that's that. There we go. So yeah, so 
So that's uh, that's San Bernardino County Lakes. Uh, from there, we're going to go to Hesperia Lake. Uh, Hesperia Lake, they're going to be stocking uh, the first week in November. Um, but what they told me was that, again, it depends on the temperature. So if we have more cold days, expect those trout to come in November 3rd. And these ones will be from uh, Mount Lassen, and they're going to be every week. So they're putting 1,000 pounds of fish in every week uh, in Hesperia. Um, it's going to be a great fishery. I know I know they're still getting some good catfish. They're still getting tilapia up there. Uh, they did throw in, uh, I think it was like two loads of the wipers um, over there. Um, but I haven't heard any of those caught in a while. But the catfishing's been great. And, I mean, what, two more weeks and mm-hmm. here comes the trout. So uh, from there, uh, we're, if you guys are looking for something else than trout, the aqueduct right now, the striper, have been getting bit. They're getting on uh, any kind of white grubs, uh, like a white three to four inch swim bait. Um, some guys are using uh, uh, the umbrella rigs. Um, they're getting some good striper right now. I know a, a couple guys that are fishing like the Bakersfield area. Um, average, I would say, average about three to five pounds uh, mm-hmm. for for stripers, which is really good up there. And they're still seeing the good amount of catfish, the ones that are soaking bait, um, and then uh, the occasional carp will show up. Now, from there, we're going to go down to Fisherman's Retreat in Redlands. Uh, They're going to start stocking October 28th. Uh, They're going to have, um, they're going to stock all three lakes over there. And it's, again, everyone's getting ready for these trout seasons. So, you know, if if you're looking for these trout, take all your old line off, put new line on, get that fresh two pound on there, Mm -hmm. go through all your boxes. I know with me, every trout season, by the end of the trout season, I got eight boxes with jigs in the in the bait box or bait in the jig box or old you know old uh, uh what do you call it old line you know i when i took it off i just throw it in my bag and all the stuff get it get organized get ready because you know trout fishing's coming now from there we're going to go up a little bit in the mountains there big bear lake uh their last stocking was beginning of october for the uh, western outdoor news uh, trout fest they're still catching them there's a lot of fish in that lake. Guys that are trolling on boats, they're getting the majority of them because these fish are, you know, kind of offshore, probably due to the little bit warmer weather. Um, early morning, if you're going to fish on the shore, early morning's your best bet over there by the dam, over there by the buoy line. Um, longer leaders, you know, cast out as far as you can. Longer leaders with power bait, soaking night crawlers, uh, you're going to get bit. But if you want, you know, looking for a limit, your best bet would be to either rent a boat or bring a boat, even a float tube, anything like that, and get out, you know, off the shore and, and look for them that way. Uh, from there, we're going to go down the hill just a little bit. Lake Gregory, they just had a stocking on Thursday with uh, 3,000 pounds of Mount Lassen trout. Uh, seemed like, the, again, the water is right at that borderline of being too warm to being okay. Trout are, you know, coming in real lethargic again. So give them a few days to swim around, you know, get acclimated and all that good stuff. And, I mean, guys were catching them. Just nothing limits. But, okay, I mean, you so, know, so here away. comes a salty question because okay, mm-hmm. you guys are more the freshwater. Steve Carson, I'll direct this one to you. Um, several times you mentioned, Andrew, Mount Lassen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Instead of just stocking, but when when they say Mount Lassen trout, mm-hmm. uh, for all of us who don't necessarily fish that much freshwater, why the distinction, Carson? Well, uh, for one thing, it's in California. There aren't that many hatcheries in California anymore. Also, 
they're up there in Northern California. Mount Lassen is kind of near the city of Redding. If you can just envision the, the long, skinny state of California, it's a long ways away, even though it's in California. And uh, they have uh, some very, very nice proprietary uh, varieties of trout, uh, including, um, uh, they call them lightning trout. Of course, we know them as the uh, West Virginia Centennial uh, Golden Rainbow Trout. Uh, they have those. And they, they have uh, also some, uh, you know, a few other very, very nice high-quality trout. So uh, uh, they are, you know, a great source. Okay, so um, that's why. Now, if you didn't say Mount Lassen, where would these things come from? Um, Well, I mean, typically the difference between Mount Lassen and a couple of the other hatcheries, people know Mount Lassen, they come in, the fish are hungry, they're big, they're hard fighters, they typically have all their fins on them, they're very healthy-looking fish. Now, there's other hatcheries that I don't know if it's just like a folk tale or whatever it is when they stock. Some guys say that they're full of pellets or that they don't come in hungry or, you know, or it takes them a few days. Mount Lassen, it's like right when they throw them in, the next day they're ready to eat. I mean, there's even times at Palmdale when it's like they stock, let's say, on a Tuesday, you know, from before, two hours into it, we're wide open fishing. I mean, wide open on the jigs. It's just, Mount, and Mount Lassen is the biggest. I mean, they have just ponds and ponds and ponds of fish. So that's usually you know usually when you say Mount Lassen, people get all like, ooh, yeah, got it. Where's that going? Um, so yeah, so from there, uh, we're gonna go out to Palmdale Fin and Feather. Now Palmdale Fin and Feather, they listen to anglers over there. Anglers were asking for more fishing time, and what they do, they extended the season all the way to November fifteenth. Now not only did they extend it, they still allow duck hunting. You know, from uh, every Wednesday, every Sunday in duck season they're still close on thursdays but now that they extended the season november 15th guess what that means they've also shortened the time for the opener it used to be the first saturday in february but now it's going to be the second week in january i believe it's the 14th or 15th it's that saturday Uh, but they're still going to stock the same amount of fish every year from the opener till about April or so, they put in about 120 to 140,000 pounds. And if you think about trout, I mean, we're talking $20,000 for 5,000 pounds of trout no. around there. It's like they're putting a lot of money. The dues are not that much. If you want, you know, if you're looking to, to join Palmdale Fin and Feather, I've heard from other anglers that, that never really looked into, oh, it's $1,000 to fish there or thousands and thousands. No, it's not. Yeah. It's, in fact, uh, you can do this. I'm sure we'll do it again in this year and next year. You mentioned Angler Chronicles. They gave you about 10% off yeah, or something 10% like that. Yeah, 10% off, yeah. And I'm sure we'll probably get one or two uh, memberships that we can mm-hmm. hand out. Okay. I do want to give a, a mention here. Brett is always our contact over at uh, Palmdale Finn and Feather. And I want to congratulate him. He just got back yesterday morning from a 10-day trip. Mm-hmm. Okay, and he got three bluefin tuna over a hundred pounds. Wow, which is a personal best forty pound yellowtail. Okay, and he says all the Dorado you could possibly muster. So um, congratulations! Awesome. He was on the Independence. I know that boat very well. In fact, I was on their second voyage. I we we had a charter. We had a seven day with. Um, 
Uh, Don Brockman out of um, Davies Locker was all captains and deckhands and a couple of us regulars, and we just went out, had a blast on their second boat. It's a very comfortable uh, boat, and Brett did really, really well, and he's been our contact forever over at Finn and Feather. Always hosts us when we go over there, and I'm really upset I didn't get a chance to go uh, in 2022, but I'm going to make it a point in 2023 to go, and I think what we're going to do... How far do you live from there? Uh, from Palmdale, about an hour and ten minutes. Okay, I'm much further away. So what mm-hmm. I think I'm going to do is I'm going to go up there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give me a hotel room. There you go. Okay, and fish it a couple of days, maybe three days. Mm-hmm. Okay, just go up there in the morning early, fish that day, head to the hotel room, wake up the next morning, go fish it, come out, have a nice rest, and then drive back home the following day. We might do something like that, okay, because it, it makes it worth it when you – Get a chance to see what's going on the second day you put the wood on it. Because oh, by yeah. the time you figure this out, you got about an hour, an hour and a half left to fish. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I want to make sure that we're on it. I really want to catch bass over there. You guys love the trout. I just love the bass. And actually, I love watching the bass chase your trout. Isn't that awesome okay. when they do that? Yeah, and you can see them. You just see this <laughs> this black shadow coming mm-hmm. right at them. So, yeah, it's, it's really good stuff. So, um, anyway, kudos to Brett on his amazing trip. Okay, and... Um, Congratulations, brother, on the big yellows. Yeah, and that's that's another thing about Brett, too, is is he's there all the time at the lake. You see him on his pontoon boat or on the, the other boat that they have, he, they, or they're on their dock. They're always having a good time. He's always catching fish. Every time I see him in the water, he goes, hey, Mac, what's going on, man? And we start talking fishing. You know, if I'm on the fish where, you know, the other side of the lake, I'll give him a call. If he's on the fish on one side, he'll give me a call. So... I mean, it definitely helps to, you know, that's one thing about Palmdale Finned Feather is that the members, they're all cool there. Everybody's cool. They have a good time. I mean, it's just, you know, and like I said, the price to do it, it's it's so manageable. I mean, your first year is going to be your most expensive one, and that's just because you got to sign up. So typically, L.A., I want to say, is around... 900 to 950 you know but with our discount for angler chronicles i mean it gives, gives you a little break on that then every year after that it's it's about 400 450 yeah. every year and it's like you go to these lakes and how much are you you know spending every day you go there you only it's a one-time deal and you right. can fish there six days a week i love it all right well, hold on to that when we come back we'll, we'll wrap it up on the freshwater i want to go also to uh lake yellowstone we had a great event this week i'm going to talk about that and some of the events that they have coming up and uh then we'll move right in and then pour some salt on it baby oh yeah all right this is angels radio am 30 klaa angler chronicles we'll be right back Restless dreams I walked alone Narrow streets of cobblestone Beneath the halo of a Angels Radio AMA 30 Ron, these sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burns. 
machine billet aluminum frames, extreme wrap style sunglasses, and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts, they're polarized, and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The Burn Style is hands down the greatest wind in your face glass ever made. No wind, dirt, or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour. Simply put, they're awesome. I prefer the Fuel Style frame. They are made from TR90 nylon material that keeps them extremely lightweight and very durable. You won't even realize that you're wearing them. Tons of color options and polarized lenses available. The fuels also keep wind out of your eyes at very high speeds. Inferno USA Eyewear. They're nice sunglasses. No gimmicks, just quality construction and protection for your eyes. Inferno USA. Check them out and get yours at www.infernousa.com. That's www.infernousa.com. Hello, everybody. This is Captain Rick from the 85-foot luxurious sport fisher Ocean Odyssey. Departing from H&M Landing in San Diego, California, Ocean Odyssey is Angler Chronicles' number one choice in San Diego offshore fishing. Whether you are a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Ocean Odyssey is equipped with all your fishing needs. From five-star meals, state-of-the-art electronics, spray brine fish hold, and spacious accommodations. Make Ocean Odyssey the number one choice for your next offshore fishing adventure. To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Hi, it's Captain Dave Marciano here. I'm wicked excited to tell you about my new website, AngelicaSeafoods.com, where you can now order fresh local New England seafood shipped overnight right to your door. Go to AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio. AM 30. Oh, yeah. You like that kind of color? Uh-huh. Who is this? That is Elvis. Can you believe he said that, Carson? <laughs> Are you, do you know anything about electronics? Uh, yes, I can plug things in. So what would this be? Uh, thunder. Is this Thor? Oh, my God. <laughs> AC, DC. Oh, that one. Okay, yeah. anyway. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> this is why you're back down uh-huh. in Earthworm. Okay, if you don't know who ACDC is, gee. You, you know when I when I hear that song, I just I picture one guy pulling his float tube out, listening to this, looking for some catfish. You I, know what I see? I see three o'clock in the morning and you stumbling out of your car. <laughs> anyway, this is Angels Radio AMA thirty K LAA Angler Chronicles, and yeah, I told you I'd like to go to our favorite lake. So uh-huh. let's do that right now. Okay. Okay. Because I got really cool events uh, coming up and. I want to go and let's see the director of oh. community services. It's that one guy, you know. We know see, this the guy, one yeah. on the float tube. I heard that the guy. thunder. Here yeah, he comes. You see the thunder. <laughs> Without further ado, with thunder and lightning, Mr. Jonathan Oliver Skinner. Good morning, Jonathan. Oh my God! Good morning, guys. <laughs> so great. I'm listening, listening. I'm like, Andrew. Andrew wasn't even a a, a a baby earthworm when you know. Well. 
you know, when Thunderstruck came out and ACDC. And the funny thing, I'm listening, and I'm like, Andrew, I even know who these people are. So whatever. But how are you guys doing tonight? Today? Pretty good. <laughs> well, I, I, he's the thunder from Down Under, if you know what I mean. There it is. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that visual is kind of scary, but yeah, um, as, you know, it, uh, we've had some really exciting times here in uh, in Lake Elsinore uh, for the last couple of weeks. You know, it's uh, been been very very exciting. A couple of weeks ago, uh, we had our um, we had our um, uh, uh, trunk or treat. Downtown. Right, that was last week. That was last week. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah, and trunk or treat. You know, we always plan for, you know, 1,000, 2,000, 3,000 people. We had over 6,000 people who came wow. to downtown. We had over 60 trunks from different businesses and, and residents, and, and uh, it was amazing. We had a, a great play area for the kids, and, you know, the sheriff's uh, department and the police, I'm not sure, the fire department were out there in force, and, you know, to see people getting back, you know, and interacting and everything was so, so incredible. Our, our staff from both Launch Point and, um, and uh, Community Services had a couple of booths all the way down the street, and it was so, so amazing. Um, Saturday, that Saturday, unfortunately, you know, we had Mariachi Fest planned, and, you know, Sergio and the, and the team were coming down, and we were really excited, but, you know, we had that, that weather come through, and, you know, out of abundance of, of caution, um, because the scaffolding for our our new uh, portable stage is like a lightning rod, and so rather than pe- putting people in, in harm's way, we decided to to postpone that. Um, and then this well, well, week, it's before before you go any further, Jonathan. We postponed the mariachis, but it's been rescheduled. Do you want to give the new date? Yes, sir. It's it's uh, November 11th, which is Veterans Day. Uh, in the morning, we actually have a Veterans Day uh, event, uh, a remembrance at 9 o'clock at Diamond Stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really great. What uh, people are able to do is if you have a loved one who uh, served in the, in the military and you want to get them a brick, you're able to uh, uh, get them a brick and engrave their name outside of Diamond Stadium. I did it for my dad. Okay, but so let me, let me clarify cool. for Andrew. Andrew, it's a brick. You don't throw bricks, okay? Because we have a problem. You can't throw these bricks, okay? You gotta, oh. It's a remembrance brick. Oh, I gotta okay. make it clear because you never know. Okay, these kids are today who don't know who ACDC is. Oh my goodness! Exactly. He knows. It, he knows it's a, pl- uh, a plug where you put your your, your power plug. But, there you go. Um, but no, so we're, we're really excited about that. We have a nice uh, nice uh, itinerary coming up with that. And then that night, we're we're uh, doing our second annual uh, mariachi fest. You know, um, you met um, um, Giovanni Huerta. and Giovanni Huerta is our service our community services uh, special events manager, mm-hmm. and he put together an incredible, incredible list of mariachis, including mariachi divas, which is a, uh, an entire uh, mariachi group made uh, of, of females. Some of them don't speak Spanish, but they sing in Spanish. It's so amazing. Have, uh, well, don't worry. I'm bilingual, so it's good. <laughs> that, well, I, I saw that. I got to see that on, 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 uh, on, on uh, Thursday. Yeah. But uh, Pablo Pablo Montero is uh, is a is a uh, Mexican um, treasure. He's an actor and a singer, and he, he's going to be doing a, a tribute to uh, a mariachi. So so let me tell you what I've got I got planned because um, that particular weekend is going to be 
I mean full. Okay, November the 11th, you're having the Veterans Day in the morning. That night we have mariachis, and you know I want to be there. The problem mm -hmm. is the next Saturday morning means I would have to be come back into studio to, to do their show. So I think what we'll do, and you and I will talk about this later. Now, the, folks, this is just an idea. It's not a main thing, but I will let you know if it happens. What if we did the show live from... Uh, the bobber like we've done in previous years okay and we can have the local community if they want to come by they can come by okay so we do the mariachi that night then i'll do the the radio show from there and then from there i've got to go to corona which is halfway home which is good because we have the accurate uh factory event okay so i got to go set up the easy up over at accurate on the on the on the uh, on the 12th would that work? Jonathan, could you see if that is possible? I'm, I'm working on it right now, so I love that idea. You know what? Because it'll be, if we're able to do this in Lake Elsinore, we might be able to get Mia to get out of his house and be right Are you talking away from your phone? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, much better, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay, sorry about that. So, yeah, so if we're able to do it at, at the Bobber, we might be able to get Mia to get out of his house and be right here. I like that. There you go. And we can, yeah, I mean, and then we can see, you know, a state of the lake. And if not, we can do it on, if you dare, right in front of City Hall on Main Street. Okay, I mean, oh, we just, yeah, yeah, we just need to get some uh, internet uh, hookups, I think. And what we we'll do, we just send the crew, we'll come out there, meet with you, make sure they got all the cabling, everything they need. And we can sit up there right in the, in the sidewalk, okay, from five to seven. And um, and to, you, you saw it's a big it's an easy up with some tables, and off we go. So if that's possible, that would be simply amazing. So I'll wait for you, and then we'll invite our listeners to come on out. Okay, we're anybody in Orange County. We're halfway to Accurate. I know a lot mm -hmm. of our friends are going to Accurate that morning. Come on up, you know, do the show with us, and then from there we'll probably get a quick breakfast, and at eight o'clock. We've got about an hour to get over to Corona. I think that might work. Okay, now Earthworm, I heard you're not even going to be in town. That's why, yes, 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 you know, you might become less than an Earthworm. I haven't figured a mite. Mm -hmm. Okay, you might remember be a, a beautiful butterfly. It ain't going to happen. <laughs> More like a, if anything, it'd be a moth. But <laughs> so I come out at nighttime. <laughs> yeah, all right, so um, we got some great events. Eleventh will be the mariachis. And then you've got a great event coming up on October 29th. That's next Saturday. You want to talk about that one? Oh, yeah. Dia de los Muertos. So we work with a, a local arts uh, program called Studio 395. And we, we started working with them back uh, eight years ago when I started with the city. And they do some incredible stuff. So we are going to be decorating uh, downtown Main Street for uh de los Muertos. It starts at 2 and it goes all the way to uh, 7 o'clock at night. We have some special things that are going to happen at the cultural center that we really want people to come down to see our historic Main Street. But speaking about the historic Main Street, last Thursday Sergio really surprised me. We, um, the mayor did his State of the City in downtown Main Street. Now this is the first time this has ever happened in Lake Elsinore. Usually we get uh, pins and pockets or, or Diamond Stadium or another location, the golf course. Well, this year, the mayor really wanted to highlight downtown Main Street. And I tell you, I was a little skeptical 
a little concerned because it was an outside venue. Weather had been so crazy. But, you know, we had over 300 people came down to hear the mayor's address and see the beauty of downtown Main Street. Uh, Sergio was there with uh, Tony Williams. Um, I believe you guys were, were uh, guests of, of uh, Tim Cousins, who is our, our chamber president, CEO. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the presentation was funny. Um, it was informative. Um, it was enlightening. We had uh, new businesses that are looking at coming to Lake Elsinore, so it was a way for them to see. And this is the first time that um, at one of these state of the cities, usually get little trinkets from people and everything. And I, I went to Marietta's and they, I got a nice Marietta towel. Well, at this one, um, the the mayor's uh, theme was basically downtown, but also about theater and movies and everything like that. It's Hollywood. It's <laughs> Hollywood. Yeah. So he did. That's why we uh, were there. The, <laughs> <laughs> the red carpet. There was a red carpet. No. Yeah. Yeah, there was a red carpet. There was interviews and everything. It was really cool. But he wanted to do uh, a thing about singing in the rain, and he actually did the CGI when he was dancing with Gene Kelly. But everybody who went got their own Lake Elsinore umbrella. Yeah. And um, it's a really cool umbrella. So when it rains, you go ahead and take it out and use it. But then when you're done with it, it's a way that it actually stands up by itself and drains itself. So you know, they're very, they were, uh, it's a particular gimmick that came out about three or four years ago. I actually have one of those. And so it, it folds the opposite way. So it stands in the corner, all the water falls out of it, and you're good. And then when you're getting, for example, you're getting out of your car, uh, you point it straight up, and when you open it, you don't get wet. Okay? Mm-hmm. So it does have a lot of uh, good things. Well, let me just give you my assessment. Uh, first of all, Tony and I were in Angler Chronicles. We're very honored to be invited uh, this time by, and we sat at table number one. See that? Mm-hmm. See, were you there, Earthworm? I was. I was under the table six feet. Yeah, <laughs> under, <laughs> under the pavement. <laughs> under the pavement. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, we got. We were very honored to sit sit there uh, right in front of the stage. Uh, say hello to all the council members, all five. You know, we got Brian Tisdale, we had Steve Manos, we have Natasha Johnson, and Bob McGee, of course, can't miss him, and now Mayor Tim um, oh, Sheridan. Sheridan. Okay, mm-hmm. so which was a guest here in studio about a month or so ago. Yep. Um, I was very impressed. Um, folks, I, I, we've always said probably the best kept secret, I don't think it's a secret anymore, based on the way the city has grown. I'm really impressed on the um, on the plans, okay? Because as a city grows, you need more things. You need more. You need more of everything, and the plans are simply unbelievable, okay? Well thought out, well paced. I mean, it's paced to grow as the uh, population grows. Um, a lot of community involvement. So it's it, it's becoming a bigger city. I believe it's the second large. Uh, fastest growing city in California mm-hmm. okay or is that the nation uh, it's probably California and, California yeah so I mean it, it, and it's beautiful and everything is well thought out um, you know look we lost Tony Tony actually lives in uh, Lake Elsinore now he went from the bridge to Lake Elsinore right? well he was under the 15 pass but mm-hmm. I mean yeah so he's up right by there. me <laughs> so that, yeah so uh, you know he moved there is it so good so uh, very, very impressed with that, and I'm just, um, you know, we've been working with Lake Elsinore, me anyway, 15 years. 
about seven years with Ronnie Kovac. And I always tell the story. We're driving down the 15, heading down to San Felipe, I think we were. Uh, and we saw the billboard, decided to make a call. We met with Kim Cousins, introduced us to the council, and the rest has been history. And then when, you know, when... Um, when he passed away, Ronnie, um, and we decided to do Angler Chronicles, I made my pitch, and they loved the idea. And then we've been, we've been together. We've been partners. See, this is the thing. Mm-hmm. I don't see them as a sponsor. I see them as a partner. Yeah. Okay. I mean, um, and that's how this city is run with partnership with the businesses, the citizens. I don't see too many people upset. Everybody's happy. Yeah. Okay. We had the sheriff's department was there. We had the fire department was there. I mean, it's uh, it's a great community, and Jonathan. Um, uh, I'll tell you, Rhonda and I've been looking at a couple of lots there to create, and, and that's the other thing I like. You have a lot of beautiful lots still available near water or on the waterfront of the lake, um, and you can build and that's and do cool. that. So I've just made do a rest home for my earthworms. <laughs> well, you have more than one? Huh? You have more than one? You said earthworms. Well, you, I'm sure Wait you, a minute. Well, you got a family, don't you? Worms yeah. have families. And if, yeah. I, if I cut you into pieces, don't you guys grow? I mean, you, we, you can yeah. put us on multiple hooks, I guess, the same worm. Absolutely. I'll use a treble <laughs> hook. I need one on each. There you but go. anyway, um, so it, it, it's been good. Hey, Jonathan, hold on tight. i got to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll finish up with you, okay? Sounds good. All right, folks, you're on Angels Radio, AM830, KLA. We'll bring it back. Oh, it's the rising sun. I was born a shotgun in my hands. Angels Radio, AM830. Hi, everybody. This is Danny Jackson, producer of award-winning Angler Chronicles Television. The very best in sport fishing action is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Valley Sports West. Each week, Sergio and crew take you on an action-packed fishing expedition from Baja to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Angler Chronicles Television airs five times weekly starting at 8.30 Sunday mornings on Valley Sports West. Visit anglerchronicles.com for details. The original hookup baits are the most versatile and effective artificial baits to hit the water. With sizes from 132 to 4 ounces in 12 fish catching colors, this pattern design uses only the highest quality of materials, owner hooks, and are proud to be built in the USA. The original hookup baits have made it easier to match the hatch when chasing that fish of a lifetime. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops to get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. Attention anglers, Angler Chronicles chooses Fishing Syndicate. Custom quality rods, the manufacturers of the latest in fishing rods. The perfect combination and blends of high-end graphite and glass fibers that make the lightest, most sensitive, and powerful rods available on the market. See what the buzz is all about and get syndicated. Fishing Syndicate, the rod choice of the Angler Chronicle crew and other industry experts and leaders. Check them out at fishingsyndicate.com and see why they're the chosen rod of the AC crew. Light, sensitive, powerful, FS style. Fishing Syndicate, a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Angels Radio. AM830. You need Kool-Aid. You need Kool-Aid? Oh yeah. You need Kool-Aid? Definitely. Extra sugar. Okay, who is this? 
This is Madonna. What's in your pencil? Lead. Oh, this is Led what Zeppelin. Is it? Led oh Zeppelin. my God! I was close. Leilani, you got the earthworms gonna go down. Yeah, got a whole lot of love. There's an English song. All right, folks. (laughs) Angels Radio, (laughs) AM 30K, LA's Angler Chronicles. Uh, Anyway, you see, Jonathan, what I'm surrounded by? Actually, I'm not surrounded. I love it. I'm not surrounded. I love it. That's Mm -hmm. why we keep him six feet under. (laughs) Carson, can you believe he didn't know who Led Zeppelin was? Uh, I think maybe he's sandbagging you just a little bit. Because there's no one anywhere that doesn't know who Led Zeppelin is. Oh, no, he didn't even... Listen... With all due respect, he didn't know who the Beatles were. The Beatles? They're my friends. They live uh, above the dirt. See what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) All right. But anyway, so let's bring it back around. Jonathan, um, a lot of activity happening. We had a great time at the State of the City for 2022. We wished uh, Tim Sheridan the absolute best. Uh, With this council, you can't go wrong. And then uh, congratulations to Mayor Pro Tem, mm-hmm. Natasha Johnson. She'll be the next one. And um, and congratulations to Bob McGee, who's the outgoing uh, mayor. So you guys have an amazing, amazing staff there. And all of you, Jonathan, the work you do, and Jason, and it just the list goes on and on. And what I love is that you guys love your city, and mm-hmm. it's evident. And the projects that are coming down are simply awesome. So... Let me wrap it up and say, everybody, next Saturday, I'm going to try to be there. Dia de los Muertos. It's really so much fun. Andrew, you should come with your kids. Okay? Bring Erica. And if not, just send me Erica. Oh, there you <laughs> go. Okay? Now, but I'll, Rhonda and I were thinking of going. We've been there plenty of times to see the kids coming down Main Street and just they're doing their, their Mexican ballets. And so it's really, really cool. A lot of activities for the kids. And then on November 11th, we'll do all our absolute best to be there at Mariachi Night. Possibly do the radio show from somewhere in Lake Elsinore. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we'll head over to the Accurate Factory, which is in Corona. I'm yep. halfway there. I'm thinking it's all good. Anything else, uh, Jonathan? Yeah, well, you know, we, we love Angler Chronicles. And, you know, you got to put in your, your, your uh, calendar. It's the first week, uh, first Saturday in December, we have winter fast, And you guys were uh, uh, part of our parade, so we need you to be part of that parade, so you know, people in the look for Angler Chronicles. So we will be there. Were you, were you, you went to pray with us? Um, Andrew, no, you were on a boat. No, I, I was on it a trip. Was, I think it was uh, Tony, mm-hmm. uh, Ron, myself, Rhonda, I think we were on the boat, on the, on the float. So I, yeah, listen, I would love it. I look forward to it. I just wish I could throw candy to the crowd. You said I can't throw anything. <laughs> no, no, kids... Kids are like fish. You know, you put you put that uh, earthworm out there, and they want they want to they want to eat it up. And, there you, you know, go. I'll, I'll okay. you, you, know, you know what can I, I do? Can here? I troll Andrew? Can I troll Andrew? Well, you know, yeah, I think you could. I, I could wear some rollerblades, and you could pull me behind the behind the float. <laughs> All right, Jonathan. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So so um, yeah, if people want to find out what's going on, because like you said, we have a lot of stuff going on. Real quick. The uh, Lake Elsinore Storm, I think I mentioned this before, uh, they won the Cow League this year. Mm-hmm. So we're really excited about that. And that's the first time in, I think, 11 years, 12 years. So it's very exciting. So uh, give us a call, 951-674-3124. My extension is 266. You can find us on you know, social media, on Instagram, on Facebook. And our website is www.lake.com. 
www.elsinore.org. Excellent. And I can't wait to hear about being salty because I'm, I'm excited. Steve's going next Wednesday. I just got my reels back from Turner because I had them re, uh, relined, so mm-hmm. I'm ready to hit some hit some blues. Well, I'll tell you what. Steve Carson and I will make sure we take very good care of you, Jonathan. All right? Greatly appreciate it, guys. Have a great show. All right. Thank you very much. All right. That was Jonathan Oliver Skinner, Director of Community Services. Let me go real quick here and go to our dear friend Steve Phelps from Long Beach Sport Fishing Ooh, with vanilla. a report from the Victory and the El Dorado. Good morning, Steve. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, we're going we're gonna to do something a little different this week. We're going to start off with the, uh, with the El Dorado report from wait, the wait, 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 wait. Chronicles yeah. trip, and then we'll follow up with the El Dorado schedule and the Victory schedule. So uh, take it away, Uncle Serge. Well, wait a minute. Yeah. Oh, yeah, here it goes. We, we can't do anything. Yep. We can't start with anything until we do this right. VIP. Yo, VIP. Yo, VIP. <laughs> All right, listen. Steve, you know I couldn't do it. I, I, I tried. I thought I was going to be real serious, but I, me serious is impossible. Yeah. All right, well, let, let's go. I'll, I'll give you the El Dorado report because we had our two-and-a-half day. We filmed that uh, for an upcoming episode, and it was simply a fantastic trip. I mean, because... We went out there targeting tuna, obviously, yellowtail, uh, possibly a Dorado if we could see him. Um, but it's, it's the other, believe it or not, it's the other stuff, quote unquote, that we caught that I think for me made it. All right. So we were on plenty of tuna. I think we got, what, 51 or somewhat tuna, uh, 14 yellows. Uh, Benita, the Benita were huge, okay? They were mini tunas, okay? And then it's the other stuff that we caught. We caught four ling cod over 25 pounds. Okay, four of them. Everything wow. was over four, over 25. One was pushing probably 30, 35. I haven't seen a ling cod like that in a long time. Sheephead. The sheephead were massive. These are probably 9, 10 and above. Okay, good, good, good sheephead. Plus some other. The other stuff was on the smaller side, like you know, that's something that we're accustomed to. Now, but the size of these things were. Now, huge. when you say smaller side, does that mean the the line you're using? Because I okay, heard something. Okay, well, that's that's the thing. <laughs> Let's hear so, that. <laughs> all right, so I'll tell you what. I mean, I really wanted to take some time for me and just enjoy this trip. We had a. a Beautiful light load on purpose. This is one of the Angler Chronicles trip. I knew we were filming. And, Steve, I couldn't resist. I grabbed my bass rod, and I threw out 12 pounds. Mm-hmm. Okay? And I caught fish left and right in 12 pounds. And I lost fish left and right. In fact, there was one I lost that John was actually filming. And I come up and I showed him. I mean, I got bit off. Okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, he goes, oh, that's making the cut. <laughs> no, it's reality, you know. I mean, I knew what I was doing, okay, 12-pound. Yeah. I got a lot of these bluefin to the boat, and then, you know, when they see the boat, they, they start shaking their head. Well, you know, with 12-pound tests, good luck. But I got to see them. They were all, I would say we had fish from 1520 to one that we lost. We saw several times at the boat had to be 50 pounds. And that's because, I, I, in my opinion, the drag wasn't set tight enough, so those fish keep pulling and pulling. Remember, guys, the longer a fish is in the water, the, the more options that he has to get away. This one wrapped around the anchor, and it was goodbye. And I, I have to give kudos to the entire crew, even TJ. I mean, on that 
uh, anchor, and they did everything they possibly could. In fact, I think he wrapped themselves three times. Wow. The first two times they got him out, and they were wrapped. They got him out. But the third time, I mean, just they couldn't. It wouldn't happen. But it was a fantastic trip. You know, we had bluefin tuna, yellowtail, big bonita, and then an assortment of rockfish with four kicker lingcod, 25 pounds and above. So amazing. The footage is going to be amazing. Okay, we were at uh, Tanner and Cortez. Um, Cortez was a little rougher, so we came back to the Tanner and had just simply a fantastic time. Let me tell you, you know, we were thinking that people were going to fish at night. They caught so many fish during the day. I was up, and everybody was asleep. That's rare. That's rare. So I, I stayed up talking to Butch, the second ticket, uh, Captain Butch Diaz, and I go, well, I'm going to stay up and with you in case somebody gets up and if they need any help. But nope, nobody got up. <laughs> so they were happy. that. But the next day, they were right back at it. And um, it was simply a great trip. A uh, shout-out to Don Southard. He was the one that got the Lincod uh, action going. Uh, big kudos to William. He came in and gave me a hand on the trip. I mean, we had so many people. We even had Jesus on the boat. Really? Yeah, we had a guy named Jesus. Oh, I was like the one and only, huh? <laughs> yeah. No, great guy. And um, just a uh, shout-out to, to Lois. Uh, Joni. 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 Mm-hmm. A friend of Don Southard. Um, we got her on fish as well. It was just simply an amazing, amazing trip. So the El Dorado, and I believe it leaves nightly. I will tell everybody we do have a day and a half coming up here in November. I believe it's November 13th, right? Uh, right around there. We leave on a Sunday night. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember. Is that your trip or our trip, um, Steve? Do you know? It's our trip. Your trip. So they would call where? Well, they'll book through the website, longbeachsportfishing.com, or give us a call at 562-432-8993. Excellent. Excellent. So anyway, uh, amazing uh, trip. The boat is fantastic. Um, plenty of room and um, very comfortable bunks. Okay. All right. Hey, thank you for that, Sergio. I'm glad you guys had a good trip, brother. It sounded like a real fun trip. All you right, should guys, have been there. Uh, yeah. One day I'm going to make your trip, I promise. All right. Let's give you some El Dorado information, guys. Uh, this coming up week, Captain TJ is going to fish Tanner Bank for bluefin tuna, yellowtail, and rockfish. Uh, we are on Tanner Bank schedule, at least for this upcoming week. The boat leaves at 8.30 p.m. And we hey, are Steve, starting... Steve, hold oh, on a second. I hear, I hear the music. Yeah, so just hang on tight. When we come back, I'm going to tell uh, Danny Jackson to hold on. I'll let you finish your 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 um, spiel on the, on the victory. And then we'll go to Danny. Okay, so folks, without further ado, this is Angels Radio, AM 830 KLA, and we'll be right back. Number two, with more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles. 
Welcome back, everybody. This is Angels Radio, AMA 30K LAA. And as promised, I'm going to let Steve finish, and then we'll go to the sheriff himself, Mr. Danny Jackson. So, Steve, um, great stuff happening out of Long Beach Port Fishing. We gave a, a shout-out to the El Dorado for a two-and-a-half-day trip. Fantastic film. We caught everything. Mm. Yeah, bluefin, we caught... A yellowtail, we caught big bonita, we caught an assortment of rockfish, four great lings, amazing sheephead. So the elder, I mean the elder, I'm so happy he's going back to the Tanner because there's a lot of life there. Yeah, yeah, he's going to be doing that this week, guys. Once again, uh, Tanner Bank this upcoming week, yellowtail, bluefin, and rockfish. Um, November 16th, shallow water rockfish, San Nick starts, that's schedule. And uh, December 1st, our buy one, get one starts uh Jump on our website or our social media for information on all those trips. Uh, the Victory, he's been fishing uh, local every day since those Dorado disappeared. He's been fishing local, deep water rockfish stuff. Uh, been getting jumbo reds, grouper, um, quality other miscellaneous rockfish, and moving inside to the horseshoe, catching a few bass, whitefish, sheephead, um, and actually a few barracuda as well. Um, once again, the El Dorado leaves every night at 8.30 p.m., and the Victory departs every day at 6 a.m. for uh, freelance fishing. So uh, if you want to book, longbeachsportfishing.com or give us a call at 562-432-8993. I love it. Steve, and I'm, we're looking forward to, I uh, just want to make an announcement here. On the 3rd of November, so November 3rd, it's a Thursday, uh, we're going to be on the Victory. It's a Fishers of Men fundraiser. Hmm. And uh, you can reach uh, Ron at 714 969-9750. If not, just go to our website and check it out. Um, and this is a fundraiser for Fishers of Men on Thursday. It's a three-quarter day. Looking forward to fishing with Captain Phil or Captain George, whoever it'll be. Uh, some of the best BLTs I've ever had always come out of the big tree. Okay, so um, come and join us. There's room. And what we're going to do is because in, in October we, don't, we do not have a Taco Tuesday. Because uh, we're going to be on boats or, and then Jack's out of town. So we're going to do a very special Taco Thursday. So if you're aboard the Victory, I will be raffling off uh, a rod. We're going to do a whole bunch of great stuff like we do on a Taco Tuesday, but on a, re on a reduced scale. That's cool. Okay. So if you're on the boat, I think it's 40 people or so, bring some money because I'm going to be raffling these off. We'll do the Big Bird special. We'll do all the stuff we usually do at Taco Tuesday, but we'll do it on the boat. So it, we, <coughs> one of the 40 will definitely win. Uh, so you got your odds just got much better. Okay. So that's the victory on November 3rd. Uh, either contact Fishers of Men at fishersofmenwestcoast.org. Okay, or you can contact Anger Chronicles at 714-969-9750. Go to our website, get the phone number. All right. Steve, thank you, my friend. Okay. All right. Thanks, and, guys. Uh, you guys will have a good day. Um, oh, yeah. let me let me mention real quick. I'm sorry, Danny. I did want to confirm your trip is on November 13th, fishing the 14th, and it is ours. And there's lots of room on that day and a half Anger Chronicles trip, guys. So, uh Okay. Look on the website. Yeah. Hurry up because I'm going to start promoting it, folks. Um, don't let the same thing happen that happened with the Ocean Odyssey. We mentioned that we added a last-minute trip, and now it's full. So don't wait. Get on it. Okay? Thank you, Steve. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. You too. Uh, Steve uh, Phelps from Long Beach Sport Fishing. And uh, let's go ahead and, and do this. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Is this the guy that can throw a jig from the mainland to the shores of Catalina with one cast? (laughs) (laughs) All right, without further ado, what you're trying to say is the sheriff, the man himself, the jig slinger, okay, who could just whip a surface iron from here to the tanner and on the way back, pick up not only a bluefin, but on the other hook because it's a trouble he's got three hooks oh yeah you'll get a bluefin a yellowtail and a dorado so without (laughs) further ado the sheriff himself mr danny jackson who's off somewhere he's out there traveling so good morning danny jackson hey good morning sergio steve carson andrew yeah that andrew that would be a long cast from uh from the federal breakwater all the way to uh, Long Point, that would hey, be. Hey, uh, I, I said the Tanner Bank. I know. And on your oh, way back, <laughs> and on your retrieve on one treble hook, you're gonna get a bluefin. On the other tra- hook of the yeah. of the same treble, a yellowtail and a dorado. Don't forget about the link card that's gonna attach itself to one of them. Oh, and the too. link card will actually yeah, mm-hmm. attach itself to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the free swimming link card, of course. <laughs> hey, listen. Uh, you know, it's just nice to hear from you guys and, and listening to your show here. You know, I want to say good morning to Steve Carson, of course, and Andrew. No, um, you know, speaking of Lake Elsinore, I'll get to where I am in a moment. Speaking of Lake Elsinore, I may be out there a week from tomorrow because uh, my grandsons, you know, they ra- they race motorcycles, my grandsons. Mm-hmm. Lake Elsinore, there's a, there's a, a, a couple of tracks on the south side of... Uh, Lake Elsinore, and so we're probably going to be out there next Sunday. So well, listen, if you are next, oh, next Sunday, but Saturday, if you can, they do the Dia de los Muertos, which is one of the coolest parades I've seen in a long time. I like it because it's um, it, it, the company is more like a dance company, and they do all the Mexican folklore dances, and then some of the local tribes from the area do. do it, it really is a great thing. It's a beautiful parade. Okay, I highly recommend it. If you're there, let me know. I'm I'm gonna plan on going there. Okay, uh, you know, head over there. It's right in the afternoon, and then have some dinner and come home. So if you're around Jackson Saturday, the 29th. Well, I might I might give you the same invite. Stay overnight and then enjoy the motorcycle races uh, on the 30th with, with my grandkids on Sunday. All right, <laughs> so, you know what? On the 30th. I, I we usually. Like to spend the night there, so that would be that'd be fun. Save me a seat for oh, me and Rhonda. The, the, the kids would love that. Rachel and oh yeah, Rachel and Michael would love that. Uh, anyway, but, but I I want to do this, Sergio. I want to say good morning. I know he's listening to Ron. You know, I've been thinking about Ron ever since he had his accident. And uh, what a trooper this guy! I don't know if I could, <laughs> I, I could have even held my head up and looked you straight in the eye. But look at what he's doing. I mean. In, in a hospital in Mexico, you know, not that they're bad hospitals, they're good ones, but, but you are in a foreign country. And, um, you know, and he, he fought his way to get back to, to home and recovering, and I'm just so glad to, to hear all about that and be glad to see him again, you know. So I want him to know that. I love him. I've known him for a long, long time, going back to the Ronnie Kovac days. And, and so anyway... Uh, okay, here's where I am. Well, let me tell I you, my, uh, just yeah, shot, go ahead, go I'm going to do a shout-out to Nurse Betty, okay? <laughs> because without his nurse, he wouldn't have made it back. <laughs> Thank God his nurse also is bilingual. <laughs> and by the way, the facility, of the, I'll tell you this because you, you, you get this. 
The facilities in Mexico where we went anyway are better than facilities here. If you can imagine that, the electronics, they were top-notch electronics, top-notch everything. And um, yeah. it, it was one of the cleanest. I mean, look, I, I've done runs a third hip in six months that I've had to take care of, okay? And I was in the hospital with my dad, my father-in-law, and the facilities were good, but these were amazing. And he had a nurse constantly on him, two or three doctors, so it was very good. So, yeah, it was good. And well, he's, you know, my, my friend... Sergio, my friend Kit McNear lives in East Cape there in Van Warmers, and uh, and he's been in that same hospital a couple of times with heart problems, mm-hmm. and he sp- spoke nothing but praise yeah. for that hotel there in San Jose del Cabo. So, mm-hmm. so that's that's really cool. Anyway, uh, before I get to what's on TV tomorrow, I'm in, I'm actually Kathy and I and Rachel and Corby and Stacy, the whole family, we're in Chicago. My my grandson Danny. Um, is getting married actually this afternoon at four o'clock. So we got here Thursday, yesterday we did some sightseeing in town, Navy Pier and all that. And then um, this afternoon at four is the, the big moment. We have the, the wedding. Uh, we're about 30 miles north of uh, downtown Chicago. Actually, it's a town called Gurney. I don't know if I want to stay in a town called Gurney or not, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, that's the name of the town. But uh, anyway, we're looking forward to that. And uh, tomorrow we're going to do a little more sightseeing, going on the river walk, river walk cruise, and then Monday we fly home. So it, it's it's a fun trip. It'll be nice to get home, though, too. But um, that's what's been going on in, in the life and times of Danny Jackson these days. But, you know, and, and getting back to Southern California and the, the, the land that we love, um, Hoop knitting, okay, still going on. We're going, I guess, until next March, I suppose. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what the Andrew. What when's the there, when's the cutoff uh, for rockfish? No, for lobster. Oh, for lobster, I believe it's uh, was it February 15th around there? Carson, do you have an idea? Or maybe it's March. I don't know. I don't know without checking. Okay, well, che- mm-hmm. uh, you go ahead and check and make sure before we give that information. Yeah, okay. one, one more thing, Danny, because uh, uh, where you're at, um, Chicago, I read a story uh, October 5th. Uh, a hunter by the name of Jose Guzman got the first deer in Chicago, just on the south side, in 150 years. Was it a drive-by? Oh, no, my God. it was. Uh, they, it was they, a drive. It was a drive-by. It was a drive-by. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> yeah, he, he Chicago. Was, yeah, he was actually in a deer stand, and uh, uh, this year they they finally voted and and they allowed deer hunting. Um, they opened it up to like I think it was only like five or ten tags or something like that, and Jose Guzman was the first one to get a deer in 150 years in downtown Chicago. Oh my gosh! It's, no, it's I, really I didn't cool. Know that. Yeah. Well, you know, it's 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 really cool. This is our second time here. Last time we went to a Cubs game at Wrigley Field. I've I wanted to see that place since I was a little boy. Well, listen, so hold, we hold got... on to that thought. I got to take a short break yeah. and hear the music. We'll come Go back right and we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, folks, you're listening to Angels Radio AM eight thirty K L A A, and this is national, as you can see. The sheriffs in Chicago, God, he, and they need them. I mean, there's so much crime in Chicago. You sheriffs, but keep your head low and just make sure that cotton tail doesn't come out. You don't want to get shot. I bet he could throw a jig from there to here. Oh, pff, that's a given. All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> so pour me another tequila, make it a killer. One more time, pour me another tequila. 
Angels Radio. AM 830. Looking for the ultimate outdoor recreational experience? Look no further than the city where we dream extreme. Lake Elsinore, home of the new Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Experience next level camping with the best amenities available. Full hookup sites, vintage trailers, themed yurts, a swimming pool, splash pad, outdoor dining, and a spacious community hall. Adventure starts here. Reserve your spot. For more information, follow Launch Point on Facebook and Instagram. Relax, play, stay at launch-point.com. Freedom Boat Club, Huntington Harbor, San Pedro, Redondo Beach, Marina Del Rey. Live a hassle-free boating experience, enjoying the very best sport fishing in all of Southern California. Center consoles, pilot houses, bow riders, duffies, and much more. Freedom Boat Club, from Ventura to San Diego, plus more than 350 locations worldwide. Call 657-339-2300. That's 657-339-2300. Or cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details. Hi, I'm Captain Dave Marciano, and how would you like the freshest local New England seafood shipped to you overnight? No running around from store to store to find what you like. We have it here at AngelicaSeafoods.com. Everything from tuna, haddock, cod, clams, lobsters, scallops, we have it all. The finest seafood overnight to your door anywhere in the continental U.S. AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio, AM 830. Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio, AM 830, KLAA. I'm not even going to bother asking you who this is. You don't have a clue. This is Corn. Right. It's Led Zeppelin again with a song called <laughs> Cashmere. Okay, but, you know, I just lost all hope. All right, Danny Jackson, we were talking with you about um, uh, lobsters, and um, you got a, a chance to clarify? Yep, it's the first Wednesday after March 15th, which comes out to March 22nd. March 22nd. It's really mm-hmm. weird because March 15th next year is a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So I need clarification. Is it the Wednesday after that one, or is it that particular Wednesday? Somebody clarify for me. I'd love to know the difference. Okay, uh, Jackson, um, let's go back to, uh, you were talking about hooping? Well, yeah. Uh, you know, I thought it was, be, you know, we, we ran one of our uh, hoop netting episodes here when the season started. I thought we'd run another one because it's such a fantastic episode. It's called Buggin' Brothers. It's on that 35-foot Freeman. 42-foot. Uh, it was 42. 42. I'm sorry, 42. Wow. Well, that makes and, a big difference, and, yeah. Well, it makes a big difference. And how many horsepower? Was it like 1,200 or something like that? I don't know. Easily, yeah, because, I mean, um, here's the deal, uh, folks. For if, if you know the local ocean, right around 4 o'clock, it is nautical. ugly out there. It is definitely <laughs> nautical. It happens every, every, um, every day. You know, the wind picks up, the waves pick up. We got on that thing. Well, we're leaving at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. We're going to Catalina, and I'm going, oh, my God, victory at <laughs> sea. Well, no, it wasn't. I love it because they put a couple of beanbags. We sat in the beanbags, and off we went. Nothing. In fact, you know, the drone. Uh, we were flying the drone. Um, John was flying the drone. And, you know, the drone's pretty fast. Okay? At one point, he, he made the mistake of saying, just go full bore, and I'll follow you with the drone. 
Huh. Uh, no. <laughs> <Not with laughs> it, the it outrun the, the drone. But think about it, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. I mean, we actually went across. You ready for this, Jackson? At 42 miles an hour, oh, and it geez. was like glass. So it, yeah. cut, it cut through that water, no problem. Then we were blessed to have an electric or powered winch to bring the, um, the ropes up. So really, really was almost professional, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, I got to cook. And that little grill, and I'm putting all the carne de Teresa out there, oh, and the TNJ sausage. I brought some steaks. I made, I mean, I was feeding the boys. They were loving it. Um, Did you have an Angler Chronicles apron on? No, no, oh. no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't need no stinking apron. No. Now we were, uh, we got a chance to fish with uh, Scotty Patel. We, we fished. We had Chris Bona was there, and um, it was just. It was just simply an, an awesome, awesome trip. So, yeah, you guys get to see that one. And we, and we fished Catalina, or hooped Catalina, uh, down to 175 feet. You'll get a nice tutorial on what to look for, especially if you go deep. So, excellent, excellent yeah. stuff. It, it really is an excellent episode. Like you say, a tutorial. And that's why we try to keep our, <clears throat> excuse me, our episodes, uh, Sergio, entertaining, educational, um, you know, the tutorials and so informational. So that's the way we, we try to format all of our episodes. And uh, I just want to say hello to Steve Phelps there. I always like to hear his reports from mm -hmm. Long Beach Sport Fishing. It's always good. I, I keep up with the counts. I don't get to go much anymore, but keep up with the counts. I know they're doing real well. But anyway, tomorrow morning, Sergio, 8.30, Bally Sports West. You know that. It'll let Bug and Brothers will air five times. We have look to look forward to. So that is my Angler Chronicles High Definition Television Report. The the All right, well, I hope you hear this song right here. Blustering in from sea with a rollicking song, he sweeps along. Can you hear that? So when, I know your angels are out of the playoffs right now, and I'm sitting right here. But now. AMA 30 is the home to the Raiders. And this is the Autumn Winds, which is the theme song to the Raiders. Did you know that, Danny Jackson? I did not know that, Sergio, no. Oh, yeah. See, it's about a Raider. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, that, that's the one more common, though. The other one's more like the description. Hmm. But anyway, for all my Raider friends out there, you know, we're, we're having a really uh, unspectacular season. Have they won any games yet? I think we stumbled on one, and uh, at least we didn't lose last week. Oh, there you go. We had a bye, so it was good. <laughs> we didn't lose. <laughs> but anyway, Jackson, be careful out in the Chicago. Okay. Make sure the cottontail is covered up. We don't want uh, okay. we don't want you shot. And um, remember, you're the sheriff. You need to lay the law down. Okay, we'll we'll take care of things. So you guys have a great weekend back there in SoCal, and we'll see you next week. So All right, you got Andrew, it, Danny. Steve. All okay, right, guys. Danny Jackson, right. the producer of Angler Chronicles there, at, and also Bally Sports West. So it was really cool. Nice. All right, well let, let's get to salty times. You guys heard me talk about the El Dorado, Steve. You just got back from a great trip. You want to talk about your trip? Yeah, we had an eight-day trip on board the American Angler last week and uh, could not have gone better. Uh, we had, uh, you know, one night of a little bit of weather, but um, anybody that's been on those longer trips knows that you 
you go through a lot of different weather zones and basically uh, other than one couple hour period it was all perfect weather zones and you know you had to fish you know you, you can't just uh, sit in the galley and, and observe and expect that the fish are going to jump in jump in the boat but actually a couple of times they were jumping in the boat uh, it went it, fishing range from you got to work out a little bit but but you were getting bit pretty consistently to throw anything in the water and the fish will pounce on it for a while there on the Dorado the Dorado fishing was so red hot and I mean it was aquarium style fishing I was throwing my famous very famous hookless popper popper with no hooks on it and that means I was getting on any given cast anywhere from 5 to 25 or more bites per cast. And uh, every once in a while, they would grab it like a bulldog and hold on for 25 or 30 seconds. It's amazing. I thought, oh, my God, did, did I somehow hooked this fish with no hooks. Um, uh, plus, we had just insane yellowtail fishing a couple of times. And if you wanted to ignore... The yellowtail, the tuna, and the dorado, which were, you know, basically red hot down off the stern. Uh, you, know, you know, pick a good bait, throw it out there, get a bite. If you wanted to go up to the bow, concentrate on wahoo, sort of ignore the other fish, uh, there were definitely wahoo to be caught, uh, some, some real nice ones. And, um, again, can't say enough about the crew, can't say enough about the food. Um, just about the perfect trip. I love it. I love it. Um, any recommendations for anybody going on a ten day? Um, you know what? What do you have to have? What do you have to have? You have to have my five rigs. Don't leave the Don't leave the dock without them. Which are uh, you know kind of fine tuned around our local bluefin but really apply everywhere down all along the Baja Coast. I'll put that back up on Friends of Angler Chronicles here in a minute. And then add one more, uh, and that would be a Wahoo jigging outfit, uh, something with a very fast reel that you can cast with somewhere around, oh, 50-pound test is good. Uh, I found that 60-pound test just doesn't cast that well, and 40-pound test, it's not that you can't land Wahoo with it, which you certainly can, but Wahoo have a mouth like the inside of a bucket. It's solid iron, and it's uh, very, very difficult to get the hook into them. So you have to set the drag fairly tight, and uh, you can set the drag a lot tighter with 50-pound test than you can with 40. So that's kind of the magic, uh, uh, you know, the magic number for your Wahoo jigging outfit. Other than that, the same rigs that you use for bluefin tuna. Um, will work down there because there's not that much difference between bluefin and yellowfin tuna. Uh, plus, there's lots of yellowtail, lots of dorado. And in most cases, if you're not fishing uh, offshore, um, if you're fishing anywhere like uh, Leo's Rock or the Ridge or places like that, if you want to, uh, you can always go down to the bottom and there's a plethora plethora, that's a big word, look that one up, there's a plethora of bottom species, both uh, familiar like giant sheep's head and things like that, as well as uh, a couple of different species of grouper, cabria, pargo, you name it. Um, uh, again, if you've got the time, 
usually for most people, it's more a matter of, of committing the time than the money. But, of, of course, you know, the trips are not cheap, but they're a good deal. Um, I, I cannot recommend an eight-day long-range trip highly enough. If you fished offshore, if you've been out to Tanner Bank, if you've been out to Cortez Bank, uh, and you've got the gear for that, uh, get yourself on a boat. And I should add, these trips are so popular that if you haven't signed up for a 20, what year is this, 2022? For a 2023 trip by, uh, you know, the end of this month or the end of next month, you probably won't get on. You'll be signing up for 2024. Because once you go on these trips, you know, suddenly other types of fishing become less important. Yeah. And, and, I'll, and I'll give a, a shout-out here. Um, I'll be on the Ocean Odyssey this week. We've got one trip leaving Sunday. I think there's two spots available in that one, um, I think. And then we have another one trip that leaving on Wednesday, a couple of spots. That's all. All you book through, uh, through Dina. Okay. I was hoping to get a report from Rick. But Rick uh, did very, very well. And we were talking about some of the gear and um i'm gonna just quote this he says uh, a few from our last trip out was a photo it says heavy casualties on very big fish is the name of the game when we tell you a minimum of a hundred pound line class rod reel combo is required it's not a suggestion if you want any success of landing your cow tuna please take a, re- a requirement seriously or be prepared for heartbreak that and, is and so Sergio, true. Sergio, let me add on to that. Rick is exactly right on these big bluefin tuna. It's mostly a nighttime bite, but, uh, but they're out there all the time. He doesn't mean your old, rusty rock cod rig with 100-pound test Dacron on it. He does not mean that. Correct. And he doesn't mean a single-speed reel, no matter how big it is, no matter how good it is. And I hate to say it, no matter how many your grandpa used to catch with it. Yeah. Okay, so, and honor, my thing is, if you don't have it, rent it, but don't go out right. without it. All right, listen, I'm going to take a short break. Uh, we'll come back and we'll talk a little bit about exactly that because people are asking me what to bring. Folks, this is Angels Radio, AM 830KLAA. This is Angler Chronicles, and we'll be right back. Lytle Screen Printing in Huntington Beach, where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your setup fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call 714-969-2424. Lytle Screen Printing, where all your needs are met. Hello, I'm Chef Bree, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo adobado. And our Carne de Teresa Salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart and Final. 
Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. He's not just my fishing buddy. After 30 years, he's a brother, and I'd sure hate to lose him. His bass boat's got nothing to do with it. So I make sure both of us wear a life jacket. Save the ones you love, even if they don't own a fancy boat. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM letting this play folks because believe it or not the earthworm just became a caterpillar <laughs> he actually knows this one so he says oh, what yeah. is this metallica name of the song uh you're fired i'm fired enter sandman all right folks angels radio ama 30 kla the zangra chronicles and um uh we were getting into a lot of stuff here and i've got Really, it's just a couple more segments. So, uh, Carson, what I want to do is make sure that everybody goes to Friends of Angler Chronicles. You just posted the absolute five rigs you got to have. That's a 20 to 25 pound rig. You need a thir- solid 30, a solid 40, 60 to 80, and then 100 and up, or 80 to 100 pounds. And I would even say 100 and up with the size of these fish. In fact, there was a notable catch. Uh, Andrew, you want to talk about that one? Yeah, definitely. Uh, a couple days earlier on uh, pretty much the backside of San Clemente, uh, Juan was out there. They were on tuna, and he hooks up something that he thought was a 100 to 150-pound bluefin, and it ended up being a yellowfin, 104 pounds. Uh, he landed on uh, the West Coast Jigger, uh, 400 gram at nighttime. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess they were fighting it, and he's, you know, they were all convinced because there's a couple other guys that were hanging fish as well. And when they saw it, they all went crazy. They said, there's no way. So 104-pound yellowfin tuna. Wow. Uh, yeah. And like that, Steve, it's it's so important. I want to stress, uh, and I'm going to let you talk about that some more. Uh, you have to be prepared, huh? Well, you brought up a really good point, which is if you don't have it rented, um, there's uh, uh, all the landings in San Diego now have very high-quality rental gear because they want you to catch fish. They want you to go. They don't want you to go out there, you know, spend a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of travel. Go out there, hook the biggest fish of your life. Uh, you know, fight it for two hours and lose it because that's what's going to happen if you don't have the right gear. These are just, you know, and a lot of people will go back to. Oh, I remember the. Uh, the big eye tuna runs of uh, of the 1980s. Well, I remember them too. They were pretty cool, but 60, 70, 80 pounders were we thought were pretty doggone big. And if you caught a hundred or 125 pounder, you had you know a personal best, and you know maybe even you know the the biggest fish of the week or the month. Mm-hmm. These days with these bluefin, a 125 pounder 
is just a medium. And, and I cannot stress that enough. Fresh line, absolute perfection in tying your knots. There's no sin in, in not knowing how to tie a knot in heavy tackle. It is a sin if you don't if you think you know how to do it and you don't. Right. So have one of the crew tie your knots for you. Again, we you know I we've had these fish since 2016. It's pretty miraculous. There's no guarantee uh, that you know starting tomorrow that we'll never see them again. Well, but it's but a here, chance of a lifetime. And, and I'm glad that we're talking about this at the most appropriate time. If you guys heard, you could hear like a, a ring in in, in the uh, in the line. Mm-hmm. Well, that was none other than our dear friend Captain Rick Scott calling in from the Ocean Odyssey. Okay. I can hear the I can hear the equipment already, okay. And uh, Rick, good morning, sir. Good morning. How is everyone? Dude, we were just talking about you know we're getting prepared. We have two trips with you starting on Sunday, and um, we're we're telling everybody with, with Steve. He just got back from a long range trip. You have to be prepared. And I love the statement that you made about you know when we recommend the hundred pound test, we mean a hundred pound test, right? We do, and unfortunately, the guys are finding out on this trip. <laughs> so, so are they, are they trying to catch a three hundred pounder on a bass rod? Um, not quite bass rods, but they're not using the right equipment. Okay, and, uh, we're having some failure. Same on the last trip; we had quite a bit of failure on the last trip. Equipment failure on the last trip, but yeah, you, you definitely want to be prepared um, and listen to what we tell you. If we tell you, don't throw that. That uh, 30 or 40 pounds, don't throw it. There's a reason for it. It's not because we're trying to be a-holes. We're trying to help you catch a fish. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, and, you know, and let, let me just say this, um, Rick. Um, I have, for example, a Boss Extreme 30 that I'm bringing out. Okay, I'm bringing a narrow and a wide. It'll have uh, One will have 100, one will have 130. Will that take, to take care of the job? Um, it should, yeah. Yeah, that, that should work perfect. That yeah. and that that's matched up with a fishing syndicate, two uh, X, and then another one a three X rod. It'll handle yep. just perfect uh, for that. And so I'm looking forward. To, I'm going to bring them if people want. To, we'll set them up if somebody wants to try one. I have. I love hooking up with these things and just putting the wood to it for about ten seconds and then say <laughs> who wants it. <laughs> okay, so uh, yeah. I'll do a lot of that. I'll, I'll gladly that you have a, a fish of a lifetime because these are beautiful fish. Okay, so but you got to bring the right gear. And we were talking with Steve. If you don't have it, rent it, borrow it. But it's really sad you come out and all you say all you have is eighty. You, you're saying I'm pushing eighty. This, this should do it. Nah, it doesn't do it. You don't realize how these beasts can pull. So um, we're hearing it from Steve Carson. We're hearing it from uh, Captain Rick Scott, who's in the water. So um, are you catching these big boys during the day or solely at night? Uh, Both, Uh, during the day and at night. Unfortunately, last night we didn't have participation. We only caught one last night, but the guys gave up pretty early. And, you know, to do that, we got to have every person on the boat fishing while we're stopping the boat at night, the more uh, jigs you have in the water, a lot better chance you have of getting the bite rather than just having like three or four jigs in the water. Right. So. Right. No, no, I, but, I hear uh, you. Yeah. For a Sunday uh, or Sunday night, if you're coming out, 
Um, we're going to try to get out here. The wind's going to blow pretty bad on Sunday. Um, there's going to be a big, big, giant swell, like 11 foot at 10 seconds on Sunday. Um, it's coming down a little bit Sunday night, but be prepared to come out here and also have gear in case we don't get here and we have to turn and go try to catch yellowfin. So bring both both gear. Okay. Well, I have no problem with the yellowfin. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, uh, but so, so we we will stand by due to weather then, right? Yeah, we will stand by due to weather. Not so much weather, but swell. No, the so, I looked at <laughs> that. I mean, what, yeah. you know, Andrew got Andrew it's got here this morning swell. and his trip got canceled. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so he go, I go cancel. Why? And he goes, Well, Serge, did you look? And I go, The wind didn't look bad. Yeah. You know, I go, I've done worse. And then I saw the swell. Yeah. And unfortunately, yeah. that, that at that point, it's, it's definitely dangerous. Unfortunately, I see that it goes above seven foot <laughs> for, <laughs> for the rest of the week. But um, you just keep us posted. When would you make that determination for us of, that are in Orange County so we don't make the drive in the back? Could be as late as the way out here. Okay. All right. You know, <laughs> we'll, I get we'll head for the bank. We'll head for the bank. I've headed for the bank before and mm-hmm. not been able to, to get there and turn and had to go the other way. So we're gonna we're gonna do that. I definitely want to try to get everybody out here. Okay. Out here right well, now. I'll tell you what. So we cool. were. I was earlier this week. I was uh, on the El Dorado. We went to the Tanner, and the Tanner was sporty, as I call it. <laughs> uh, the Cortez was really sporty. We stayed there for maybe. A couple hours, but it was, I mean, it was just uncomfortable. Uh, we were catching fish. The fish are there, but it's just uncomfortable to fish. You're holding on to the rail. We're going to have one, some, somebody fell. So it's just it's just not worth it. So we came back to the Tanner. Now, the second day, uh, Monday, was a lot nicer. Very, very nice day that day. Um, so all good, all good. Um, you just let us know what's going on, but we're getting ready. So let's just assume we go out. Uh, then the five rigs that Steve Carson always um, picks, they work, okay? Because we said 20 to 25, 30, 40, 60 to 80, and then 100 pounds. You do those, then you're covered, whether we go north or whether we go south, mm-hmm. right? Yep, you'll be set, ready to go. All right. Um, I know you got a couple of spots on both trips. Um, where would people go to sign up? OceanOdysseyFishing.com, look right online, or give Dina a call at 619-889-4535. I will tell you this. I was kind of happy on the the one that we added Sunday, tomorrow. Uh, We only had 13 last time I looked. Well, the the next to last time. We had 13 uh, open spots. I go, oh, cool. We got 16 people on the boat. Mm -hmm. It's going to be fun. And now you only got three left. (laughs) So, okay. What? You only have three spots left, okay? What happened there? That was quick. Uh, oh, yeah, well, I, we posted. <laughs> I posted <laughs> yesterday. I go, we got to get this stuff out there. So, um, yeah, we have, we have we, this, the, the one that leaves Sunday was sold out, but I think I got a report that two people got COVID, so they won't be able to go. They don't meet the, 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 the time, okay? And so there's two on one and three on the other. So there's only five spots available within those two trips. You get to get on it, okay? Rick, yep. uh, where do they go to get on the, these trips? Uh, OceanOdysseyFishing.com, 
or Dina at 619-889-4535. Anything else you want to add, my friend? Um, yeah, just bring that heavy gear. Be prepared for, like I said, either. I'm going to say both trips because it looks like we've got weather coming on one or Thursday also. So okay, be prepared for, for either. And, uh, yeah, if you're coming on those trips, bring your California license, bring your Mexican permit if you have it because we probably will take both on, on both trips just in case we cannot get out here. All right, you got it. Rick, thank you, my friend. I can hear the music, so All you right. go catch some fish, and I'll see you tomorrow night. Folks, that was Captain you Rick Scott of the Ocean Odyssey out of H&M Landing. This is Angels Radio. We'll be right back. Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California. Just south of the 405 freeway, Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Don't blink on the sink with the original hookup baits. With their patented design, the original hookup baits are built in the USA using only the highest quality of materials and owner hooks. After years of research and development, the original hookup baits have captured the profile and lifelike action causing fish to bite, whether it's in salt water or fresh water, jigging or trolling. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops and get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph and release. There's nothing more peaceful than fishing. Just me, my pole, and some bait. Oh, and my life jacket, of course. I like fish, but I don't want to end up at the bottom of the water with them. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Raiders football lives here on AMA 30 KLAA. Everybody, this is Angels Radio, and you know what? It's Raiders Radio. Just guns and Roses. Oh my God, you're so fired. No? Raiders friend. Radio, AMA 30K LA. My friend, this is Crazy Train. That's what you guys have me on. Is crazy it? Train. Who's the band? The guy that ate a bat's head on stage. Oh, Ozzy? Ozzy Osbourne. See, I know friend. those kind of things. Okay, yeah, you knew that, but you didn't know that. Okay, um, I want to welcome to the show Oliver Solis from Fishing Syndicate and Mr. Tony Williams, who's hey. out there in the park having a picnic. So let's go to him first. <laughs> Tony, good morning. Good. So, hello? Yeah, hello to you, bud. What's up, everybody? What's going on? Hey, guys, we're here, at, we're here at Tri-City Parks. Everybody say Hello. Yeah. Hey, hello to everybody. Hello. 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 Uh-oh. Hello. Hello. Excuse me. Huh? Who said hello? Well, wait, wait, Tony, you're not listening to me. Man. I want to know who said hello. Who said that? Oh, that was my mom's. That was Ada. 
the Bolivian queen, baby. <laughs> the Bolivian good. queen. I like it. I like it. All right. So um, you guys, are, do you need any more help? Are you ready to go? What's going on? We're all ready to go. Bates cut. Kids are lining up. We got cars for days here. And it's, it's looking like it's going to be a good day. All right. Well, listen, do me a favor. Hello. Take some pictures. I know you do a lot of video, but take some pictures, okay, and send them to me so we can keep our uh, social media followers abreast of what's going on, okay? All right. All right. That, All right. Have a good day, you guys. You go do your thing, Tony. I know you're busy. This is Tony Williams, obviously Angler Chronicles. We had a great time on Thursday in Lake Elsinore, and now he's over there in Placentia taking care of some kids. I love you for that, brother, with Bide On Fishing. So make sure you get uh, you get his products because it always goes to a good cause. Thank you, Tony. All right, sir. So see you guys next week. All right, you got it, buddy. Bye. All right. Oliver, you were listening to all this. You see, we're trying to do as much as we can with these kids, and we're always spread spread out. <laughs> you there, Oliver? Take it off mute, That's Oliver. great, Sergio. There you that go. great. Yeah, no, yeah, that's good. No, no, he, well, I, I understand him. He puts it on mute so he can breathe in peace or he hears something. But then I ask him a question, he's got to press it out of mute. Yeah. That's, that's a delay. But anyway, Oliver, I mean, you know, we're talking about, you know, these trips that we have here. Uh, they're coming up uh, for us. I know this might, I mean, weather may be a challenge, but you got to have the right gear. And you match me up with two amazing, amazing setups. I have the FSC, which is a composite, um, and it's a 762X, right? Okay, right. which right. I paired up with an accurate uh, Boss 30 Extreme Narrow, and then the 3X hmm. with the regular uh, Boss 30. So there's some good stuff. I mean, uh, Carson, the equivalent would be one of the Torques, right? Uh, right now we're talking about internationals. Internationals, uh, the, okay. The, the standard reel would be the 16 VIFX, which uh, mature anglers such as myself, and for that matter, yourself, um, that's, uh, that, that's as much reel as you can fish with all night. So let um, me ask you a question. Back in the day, and I still have it, I had a, a, a gold international 50W, balance and blueprinted, Okay, what's the equivalent to the 50W? Well, you don't need a 50W anymore. You ah, just okay. don't need it. Um, um, you can do everything that you used to do with that with that old 50W. You can now do really with a 16 VISX. Um, if the fish are really big, um, which is <laughs> which it sounds like they have been, mm -hmm. uh, you can go up to a 20. But but seriously, in, in terms of tackle, remember in the old days, you used to either uh, fish the kite, you used to troll, you used to do a lot of different things that were that were not involved with holding the, the outfit and and cranking a jig back all all night long. Right. Um, you just can't do it with that big gear anymore. It's awkward and it's not necessary. Uh, modern tackle is absolutely miraculous. Um, uh, again, the 16 VIFX International is the one that most people get. Uh, younger, stronger, more, uh, you know, more, uh, what's the word, more um, powerful. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I can't think of the right word because I forgot, I'm old and I forgot the word. <laughs> uh, the, 20 v, the 20 VIFX is 
a powerful reel, even if they're running 300-plus pounds. There haven't been a lot of fish that, that big this year, uh, but there's been some. And at the rate that they're going, they're going to get maybe even a little bit bigger. Uh, get the 20 VISX. Mm-hmm. A lot of people. Well, let, hold on. So you're talking 16 and 20. So let me go up to Oliver. Oliver, that's a 2X and a 3X, or is that the 3X and the Unlimited? <clears throat> that is a 2X and a 3X. Um, and I see that these smaller, these newer reels, uh, even though they're smaller, they pack the power of the you know bigger reels of, of yesteryear. And, you know, that's just the way technology works. You don't need a super heavy rod, and you don't need a super big reel anymore. Uh, you know, the rods that we are building uh, match these smaller reels, but they both uh, pack a punch, and that 16 could easily handle 100-pound test on, on, the, uh, on the 2X, uh, you know, even on the 3X. Well, let me tell you something that, you know, I always had a problem back in the day. It was almost impossible to cast uh, a 500W, I mean a 50W, almost impossible, especially the broomsticks that we used. Now the new combinations. I'm actually. I'm. I'm. I'm I can cast, and and sometimes I need. I want to get that jig away from the boat. You know, away from some of the other lines, and I can get a cast. Are they, you know, big casts like I do with the bass rod or some of the? No, but I get a cast that's good enough to get it away from the boat, and, and get stuff rolling. So um, that is because they are lighter. You know, um, I got. You know, I'm. A, uh, I'm, I'm vertically challenged, I'll say that. So um, a big reel, a big rod is lost on me. It's hard for me to handle. So this is just perfection. The the fishing syndicate and the lighter reels, such as the torques that we're talking about, even the accurates, the, it's just perfect. They're not super heavy, but they're heavy enough to handle these fish. Up to about 250, I would say. I think once you get into 300 to 400, God save you. At that point, I don't know, just use a rope, okay? But, you know, and, and what we're catching right now, I see 20-pound fish all the way to 230, 250 is what I've seen reported. There has been a 300. There has been one above 300, but that was onesie. I think the majority of the meat and potatoes and see all the photos that I see are running between 90 to 150, 170 pounds. Those are the ones that are giving people a hard time, okay? And they shouldn't if you have the right reel. The other thing is you have the right reel, you have the right rod, you have the right line. Carson, Oliver, all that is for naught if you don't have the right technique, correct? Right? Uh, and that includes tying knots, uh, because I I bring um, uh, a fair number of loaner rigs on my Penn Fishing University trips, and uh, I sometimes I get them back, you know, uh, hmm, having a little trouble with this one, and I look at the knots, and sometimes I'm thinking, what knot were they even trying to tie? Or occasionally I can see, oh, they were trying to tie some certain knot. And they didn't. They just didn't get it all the way cinched down properly. Um, practice your knots at home in front of the TV when the fish are boiling and people are yelling, and uh, you haven't had your coffee yet. That's not the time to be practicing a brand new knot. Okay. Well, let me ask you a recommendation uh, for these bigger fish, say 80 pound and above line. What uh, What's your favorite knot? I like to tie the, the, the single San Diego most of the time. 
the, the double San Diego, which is what wins the knot contest at the various shows all the time, is it's a little big. bit bulky knot, yeah. and, and it's more for trolling. Um, a single San Diego, uh, and with 80-pound line, if you, have, if you have really good spit, I know that's gross to say on the, on the air, uh, you can get a, a, a single San Diego on 80-pound line to tighten up with five turns. Uh, once you get to 100-pound line, you're probably going to have to go to four turns. Right. Uh, but it's very, but, very important that you get that knot to cinch down very tight. That's where you need the knot pullers. Please invest in that. That'll make it really good. And the other thing, you know, you say spit. You know what I do? When you're doing your knot, grab a styrofoam cup of coffee, put water in it. Okay, use salt water if you want. Use fresh water if you want. And when you make the knot, dip the knot in the water and count a few seconds, maybe five, six seconds. Let that soak up in the um, on the line in the knot, and then go ahead and cinch it. That works really good if you can't spit. All right, so it's not as um, oily, but it'll work. It'll work. Okay. Let me ask you a question: Does would WD forty work? Oily. WD-40, although, although you know, there are some places uh, in the in the United States where they actually use WD-40 as a fish attractant. Well, yeah, because yeah, yeah. One, mm -hmm. one of the base ingredients, they, they don't like to advertise this, is fish oil. And there's a few places where they don't really want you spraying oil in the water mm -hmm. where it's expressly illegal to use WD-40 as a fish attractant. Right, but, but I'm saying you could, put is, on, you could put it on your knot before you cinch it. Uh, well, yeah, I guess you could. There's also a few, um, uh, uh, you know, sort of line miracle, line minder kind of sprays that are just basically a light silicone mm -hmm. uh, that also work really well. Um, mm -hmm. But, now, but you know, I, I, now let me let me let me just say, then, uh, folks, the reason we're getting so into this is because we're talking the possibility of catching a fish for a lifetime. We're talking this is for fish that are big. Every, These are not your grandpa's albacore. Correct. We forget how small albacore were. They were typical albacore. Sergio typically were, you know, migratory albacore were sixteen to eighteen pounds. A twenty-two, twenty-four pounder was a nice one. Anything over 30 was huge. Uh, again, a lot of times on these bikes that Rick Scott is on and all the other San Diego captains are on, every fish under the boat is 100 pounds. In fact, I'm going to find, I've got, a, I've got a photo, it's a little embarrassing, from the 1980s of me with a couple of very large big eye tuna. And then you look at them, and they're nice-sized fish, but, you know, they're... Compared to the bluefin, I remember that. In fact, we had some. I, had a, I got a big blue, um, a big eye here local. It was 125 pounds. That was a big deal for a long time. Now, yes, I've caught big yellowfin tuna, but I was on a 17 day trip. You can imagine that. You know, that was over 300 pounds. I've caught bluefin oh, way over 200 pounds, but. I had to go places. I had to, I had to go far away to catch them. These were in our own backyards. So we have the right stuff. Listen, guys, I got about a minute, minute and a half. Oliver, you got any uh, update? Anything you want to say, real quick? Oh, since you're listening, great fishing. I, I love hearing the stories. All this uh, tuna being around. So, hope you guys, you know, have a great trip. Sounds like uh, um, Steve had a great eight day. And by the way, Steve, I got a set of the new Fadam uh, Black and Silver. Great, real, light, and powerful. Nice job. Wow, you didn't, you didn't wait long, did you? 
No, we don't wait. We don't wait. We don't wait. Well, one, one other thing I want to say real quickly, and maybe Oliver can, can comment on it, Sergio, compared to that old rig that you used, that old 50W used, probably the, the rod was only five and a half feet long. And now it's very normal for the big tuna rods to be seven or even seven and a half feet. Oliver, take it away. I want you to comment on that, on that change. That's right. Seven six is what the captain in San Diego are requesting, and now there's a, a new move to having these rail rods be eight feet long, so uh, you get away from that rail without when the fish is going into a big circle without the line touching that bottom of that boat. All right, actually, I got about a minute left to go. I'm sure I'll see uh, Oliver you at the Accurate um, Day Factory Day. It's yep. on November twelfth. All right, um, Carson, I'll see you later on this week. And listen, everybody, uh, get ready. The fish are here. They want to bite. Please, please, please be prepared because there's nothing worse than fighting a fish for 45 minutes and then and then being and finding out you're on, on, on you know outgunned. I or mean, two, I, I or did two hours. Or two hours. I did it on purpose on on Monday and Tuesday when I fished on the El Dorado. But I knew what I was doing. I was fishing because I wanted to see what I could do the, to the bass rod. I'm always trying to push the limits, fishing it with 12 pound. Hopefully, I, w I was hoping for one of those 50, 60 pounders, and see if I got spooled. I got spooled. Do not do what I do. Do what I say. Isn't that supposed to be the other way? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but look, please, please, please. Take your time. Go to Friends of Anger Chronicles. Look at the list of five outfits and follow it. All right, folks. Everybody, have a great week. I want to give you a great week report next uh, next week. All right? Andrew, Oliver, Steve, thank you guys, and we will talk to you next week. That's the show for this week. It's time to truck on out of the city and get outside in God's country. We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles.